to the next page Flip turn to the next chapter Flip turn to the next day Flip turn to the next one Welcome to Life on 11 Podcast. I'm Destiny. And I'm Xavier Quarterman, and welcome to episode 7. Um, so yeah, it's been almost two months yep. um, that we've been doing the podcast. It's definitely been a lot of highs, a lot of lows, and being consistent. Um, but it's been overall extremely rewarding. So Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm glad to be doing this. And the feedback and everything has been cool. The yeah. funny... Uh, feedback has been been cool as well. Yeah. Some people will be cracking up at our little <laughs> shenanigans. So it's all love. Okay, so last week we talked about mental health and um, we gave everyone this challenge to do mm-hmm. those four things. It was box breathing, um, staying off social media for one day, mm-hmm. um, journaling, and call a friend to see how they're doing. Mm-hmm. Did you try any of that? Yeah, I tried all of them. Uh, for the box breathing... Um, it was really helpful because we just, we have a Zaleo's party coming up mm-hmm. over the weekend. So, um, it was very easily, uh, very easy to, uh, very easily. It was very easy to get overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, so there's a couple of times I had to pause and do the box breathing, inhale four seconds, hold four seconds, exhale. And it was really cool because it just allowed me to kind of like refocus mm-hmm. and kind of like reset my brain, my body and, and be relaxed. Um, then the staying off social media for a day. That was tough. Yeah. Because I just would pick up my phone unconsciously and want to get on. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing was the day after I did that is when I felt the most overwhelmed. Yeah. So I feel like because I was off for a day, like my brain was able to tell me, hey, you've been you've been taking it too much. Mm-hmm. So I was actually overwhelmed the day I got back on mm-hmm. and not the day I got off. Yeah. So it was like it was catching up to me. And um, journaling, I journaled, which was really really cool because when you're just so busy, you don't give yourself an outlet. You, yeah. you could be thinking through things or having things going on in your mind and it can overwhelm you until you put it on paper. Mm-hmm. And so, and then lastly I did, I reached out to my boy and we talked and it was just cool. I felt like I was encouraged just by asking him how he was doing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So those four things were really cool. And in fact, like I want to try to incorporate those things more because mm-hmm. I just think there's just times where it's like, it's just self care. It felt good. So yeah. how about you for the four things? Yeah, I uh, did the four things. Uh, mm-hmm. Box breathing is like a normal thing that I do. So I mm-hmm. did that. And journaling was very important mm-hmm. because it was it has been an overwhelming week. Mm-hmm. And uh, just journaling what's on my mind kind of like put me at ease a little. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the staying off social media was tough for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got on it at the end of, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I didn't do the whole day, but yeah, that was cool. And like I would catch myself like clicking the app, yeah. like on Instagram or Snapchat, and <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, like I'm supposed to be off. Yeah. Um, but it was good to be off and um stuff. And then I called my sister to see how she was doing, and that mm-hmm. was cool. Just both just kind of talked and yeah it was just cool to talk to someone and yeah ask someone how they're doing yeah so yeah it was cool for sure all right so episode seven we kind of want to get into how in life there's different seasons mm-hmm. um so we can talk a little bit about how um each season affects our lives 
Um, let's start with friendships. How has friendships um, or how has friendships been with like seasons and different times in your life? Yeah, definitely. I I had best friends in elementary school. I had best friends in sixth grade, middle school, high school. And I thought they were all going to be here forever. Mm-hmm. Like we would talk about we want to get married and we want to take our families and this and that. Yeah. And um, I think as you mature, you recognize you have seasons of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and with those seasons change, people are attached to those seasons. Yeah. The most difficult one was probably shifting from single life to married life. Because mm. um, I had a group of friends outside of high school, um, college. And when we, when we met and, you know, we started dating all of those friends, probably, I mean, probably eight or nine of them dropped at once. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought those were people that were going to, you know, I was going to do life with, you know, for a long period of time. And I came to find out those people were attached to a season Mm -hmm. and I tried to, you know, cram some of them into the next, you know, (laughs) but you find out when you try to, you know, put one person to a season they don't belong in, it just causes, you know, conflict or it holds you back Mm -hmm. or you don't have peace. Um, And so, and I'm a relational person. Yeah. So it's very difficult for me to have let go of people. so even now in this season, like this is a season where I have very few friends. Mm-hmm. Last season I had a lot. I'll pull up steak and shake 12 deep. You know, now I'll pull up one deep. Yeah. None deep. <laughs> None deep. <laughs> None deep. So yeah, so that that's kind of been my understanding of friendships um so far as seasons. So what about you? How's it been for you so far as friendships and seasons? Yeah, like you, it's similar in some ways to where like middle school, high school, like you have friends and you think you're going to be friends forever. Mm. And it's like this bond can never break, yeah. like, you know, best friends for life. Yeah. But, you know, um, you know, things change. Uh, definitely. I didn't have too many friends. Like I wasn't like 12 deep or anything, yeah. <laughs> but I did have like two or three that I was like tight with. Um, but I think for me, uh, single life to married life was also difficult because mm-hmm. those two or three that I was really close with it was just like a straight cut. Yeah. Like no like like <laughs> two week notice or nothing None, like that. Nothing. It was just like one minute notice. Uh like a straight slice. So it was very tough. Um yeah. for that. And you know, yeah, it could get lonely as well. Like you have those friends and you miss those memories and the time yeah. that you spend together. So yeah, that was tough. So dating wise, how was that for you? Like seasons change and the people that you were with. Yeah, that that is a very tough one. It's probably been more than the friendships because now, you know, there's love involved, there's feelings, there's romance, mm-hmm. there's all kind of twisty, turny feelings involved in that that can cloud you from discerning your seasons with people. Um, I think that I, I dated maybe I dated four girls. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I I dated in middle school and high school. I mean, the ones before that don't count. Uh, (laughs) yeah, they don't count, (laughs) (laughs) but I think in those, I don't think I was, I wasn't mature enough to discern relationships. Um, even the one in 10th grade, 
like still not even then. I think it was the most recent one out of high school um, and, you know, college before I got married. That was the one um, that it was like, oh, dang, like I, you know, I think the season's up. Like, Mm -hmm. and I don't think we talk about relationships having seasons to them so far as, you know, romantically. It's yeah. just you just go as long as you love that person or you just go as long as you have feelings and it works. Mm-hmm. But we can go through seasons and that person wasn't even supposed to cross over into the next. Yeah. So that was really tough for me. And I know it's for you, too. And I know you share that. But it was tough for me because, like I said, in the first podcast, there was no there was nothing horrible that happened. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like she slapped me and spit in my face. I'm like, yeah. I'm sick of this. It wasn't that. It was, dang, I, I think the season's up. Mm-hmm. You know, along with other things that we shared. Um, and so your emotions don't feel that. Your yeah. emotions don't care. Your your feelings, they don't care about what season you're in. They just, you know, they're just attached to that person. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's very important. I think that's what we suffer the most. We go, we think that certain relationships are supposed to last forever, even relationally. And I think there comes a time where the relationship, you and that person, what y'all shared is good. It's great. But then I think there comes a time where, like, it's no longer supposed to be there. You know what I'm saying? So let me ask, like, how did you truly know? I truly knew by the level of growth we were experiencing. Mm. I think the principle that I always tried to apply was um, everything in my life has to grow. Mm-hmm. And if it's not causing me to grow, if it's draining me, if it's uh, robbing me of my peace, yeah, then I don't see why you should be here, mm-hmm. or I don't see why I'm allowing you to be here. Yeah, and um, that that's not fun. <laughs> yeah. that that sounds real. Like that sounds like you're just not trying to live life. It just sounds like you're being kind of harsh. But mm-hmm. I think it saved me. And so that's, that's how I knew it was those three things. It was like, this is draining me. It's not helping me grow. And I don't have peace anymore. So in your last relationship, how did you know when the season was over? I knew it was over. Um, there was three, there was three things that I knew that it was over. Mm-hmm. Um, first, at one point it was long distance. And there's nothing wrong with long distance relationships. Yeah. But for us, um, we never talked about getting married. Mm-hmm. And I knew in my mind that we would never get married. Yeah. So I felt like um, there's no point of being in this long distance relationship if we weren't going to get married. Yeah. So that was two things. And also, like you, it was like lack of peace. Like mm-hmm. there was just no peace ever. Like, um, when we get in arguments, it was always like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to be with you anymore. It was just like, always yeah. like that, that you want to straight cut off the person. You don't want to work things out. Yeah. So it was that a lot. So yeah, that's how I kind of knew. So speaking of relationships, now that you're married, looking back, how do you feel about what you said, where you said, how you, what you said, where you said, my God. <laughs> Who taught me that? <laughs> oh, God, don't make me laugh. Just call. <laughs> All right. Uh, you said that you were, you were being with somebody that you knew you were never going to marry. Mm-hmm. I think that's really big. How do you feel about dating somebody you know you're going to never marry? Like, what do you got to say about that now, being in marriage? Yeah. Um, 
I think you can date. Well, for me, I think that, you know, you want to know what you like and you want to experience like different things. Like you want to know love and uh, you want to find out what you like, what you don't like. So I think it's okay to date younger, you know, Mm -hmm. but like as you get older, um, you know, you start having serious relationships. Yeah. And I think that's when you should date. Uh, with marriage in mind. Yeah. And I also understand that some people don't want to get married. So, you know, you do you, you date, you know, yeah. do what you want. But, um, yeah, I think as I got older, I understood, like, okay, like, I'm going to date to marry now. Yeah. Like, before I met you, I was like, I'm not dating until I know yeah. he's the one, you know? Yeah. So, what about you? Yeah, for me, it became... I never had the conversation with myself where I said that, but I, I think subconsciously I was already kind of understanding that because I would talk to a couple of girls mm-hmm. and it's like after maybe talking for maybe sometimes it was a week or sometimes it was like two or three months. Yeah. There was a light bulb in my head that, that made that decision. Like, okay, this isn't the person that I see myself being with. Mm-hmm. And I think every interaction after that held me accountable to what I just thought to myself. Like, I know deep down in my heart that I just said, like, I don't see myself with this person. Yeah. And so now if I was to keep entertaining or keep leading this person on, mm-hmm. like, I'm contradicting my own conviction and yeah. I'm lying to myself at this point. So mm-hmm. I think at that point, that's when I started holding myself accountable. Yeah. And so I think for me, that's that's that point where it's like, man, you 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 still you lean this girl on, man. You know, you know, you don't like her like that, like yeah. And so yeah, but that thanks for sharing that. That's a a great point. Yeah, and we also know that on the other end, there's seasons not to date at all to yeah. you know figure yourself out and mm-hmm. learn about yourself and love yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that time when I was single before dating you, it was very very important. Um, and I know nowadays it's like, it's hard to be alone. Yeah. Like you feel like you have to go from this person to that person and because you're afraid to be alone, Yeah. but it's okay to be alone. It's okay to, um, like learn the ugliness that's inside of you and to, you know, just love yourself and figure yourself out. Yeah, I agree. So that you could be better for the next. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so marriage wise, I know there's seasons in marriage where it's up and down. And Mm -hmm. so what do you think about that? So yeah, one big adjustment from dating to marriage was that seasons are different in marriage than in dating In dating. There's a season and it's like, Hey, you know, I feel like our season's up, you know, whatever the case is, boom, you move on. You might be hurt for a couple weeks, whatever. (laughs) But in marriage, you know, you made a lifelong commitment to this person. So seasons look different because none of those seasons look like you stepping away from your partner. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, like I look at our first year of marriage, it was rough. Yeah. It was mad. It was mad rough. And I think we both could have looked at it and been like, dang, we should just get a divorce. Yeah. You know, we're not getting along. We're arguing all the time. We can't be on the same page for anything. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not happy anymore. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I love you anymore. Like, cause the feelings and stuff like that stuff go out the window, like in a heartbeat, like whatever mm-hmm. feeling you had that made yeah, you, t- that told argument. you, oh, I love you so much. Yeah. Let that person, uh, squeeze the toothpaste wrong. 
You know oh what I'm saying? God. Something small. It'd be something Not real close small. To cap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, and then all those, you know, gushy feelings go out the window. Um, but as I look back and as we, you know, mature in marriage, we look back and those are all just seasons. And we've learned that it's okay to have tough seasons, right? Like Ecclesiastes, like there's a season for everything. Yeah. Like we, we like brush past that. That means there's a season for us to be off. Mm -hmm. There's a season for us to be in conflict. There's a season for us to be sad. There's a season for our marriage to seem really rough. And, um, so when I look back, like, I'm like, dang, that was rough. But now I think we give ourselves permission to, to be in that season, even if it's difficult to be in at the time. Yeah. So I think as, as we grow, I think that's one thing I'm learning with marriage. It's a lot of different seasons, but mm -hmm. they're all part of the journey of marriage. Yeah. So what about you when it comes to marriage and seasons? Yeah, I agree with a lot, what, a lot of what you're saying. Um, like first, second year, tough. Yeah. Um, a lot of highs and lows. And it's like, I know like we say that love is not enough to stay with someone. Yeah. It's like, um, what are you willing to deal with? And yeah. Um, yeah, I know that for like our sex life specifically, mm -hmm. like it has ups and downs, especially having a kid. Yeah. It's like a lot different from mm -hmm. when we didn't have a kid. Yeah. Um, so sure. that's an adjustment, like still trying to adjust and taking advantage of like the little times we have yeah. of napping or she goes to bed early, like whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, like even arguments, mm -hmm. like I know that if we have an argument, um, unlike dating, I know he's not going to leave me or he's not going to want to be like, all right, bye. Like, I don't want to be with you anymore. Yeah. Like, I know that if we get in an argument, like he loves me, he still wants to be with me, you know? So there's always highs and lows and, um, you know, you just have to think like what are you willing to deal with with this person yeah you know and and what can you learn from whatever season that you're in in your marriage yeah so yeah i agree so um financially there's always seasons as well so what do you mm -hmm. think about finances yeah i think growing up you know you want to go to high school you want to go to school middle school high school graduate go to college get your degree and then just have get this big profession Mm -hmm. And then you just make millions the rest of your life. Um, but that that isn't the case. And yeah. I think that's what it's supposed to be for me. But I, I found out that there's seasons to finances and that's OK. Mm -hmm. um, so when I first moved out, um, I had a, I had some money, like probably the most money I ever had because I was living you know, with my parents. Yeah. So I was able to just stack up a bunch of money. Um, so I had I had a lot in the bank and then. As I matured, I met you, got married, and I'm like, hmm, the bank account looks a little different, you know, like, <laughs> and I was kind of getting discouraged by it. And then maybe second, third year, then into COVID, it was like, all right, now we're like, we're living super tight, you know, yeah. like we don't really have any money coming in, I'm not working. And that really like, you remember I used to get like depressed over mm -hmm. the fact that I didn't feel like I was making enough money, you know. Um, so looking back, I learned that there's seasons, there's financial seasons. Now, I'm not saying like you just go out there and, you know, burn your money, always try to manage your money, save and, you know, 
do what you can to to be wise, but yeah. also give room for life and give room that this is a season like the season where I live by myself myself, that was a season of abundance. Like that was a season where I had a lot of money coming in. Mm-hmm. But then later there was a season where I was tight, but both were good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Both were equally good. And so giving room to financial seasons, I think is important so that you don't beat yourself down or go into a dark hole, you know, of sadness and failure because you're not making this much money or you don't have as much money as you used to have. I think there's a season for everything. So I think that's important to understand. Um, so maybe from a marital point of view and financial seasons, which is really big, mm-hmm. what do you have to say about that? Yeah. Um, marriage wise, financially, um, you know, there's at this point, he's the only one working right now. So we have to make sure we really budget mm-hmm. like really good because we have a child and, uh, you know, we also have a dog that, you know, to take care of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have to really, really budget because um, it can get tight. And um, there are seasons where I know that I'll be working and he won't be or we'll both be working and we have to just figure that out. Um, I also think that financially um, or finances is an important conversation to always have in yeah. marriage um, because it can get, it could turn into arguments where mm-hmm. you guys are not on the same page. And, um, you know, there's points where I could be spending too much and we have a bill to pay and now yeah. we can't pay it or, yeah. you know, so it's important to talk about cause, um, it could just turn into something bad. So, yeah. So let's get into like seasons of like ourselves, like, you know, working on ourselves. I think it's very important to understand what season you're in as a person so that you have language and you have perspective on, you know, where where you're at and what you're going through. Specifically 2020 when we had, you know, experienced a miscarriage. My dad was having um, health issues. And I mean, probably the the same week of the miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And then that's coming out of 2020 into 2021. So you still have all the police brutality. You still have just scrolling on Instagram and seeing someone get murdered. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just uh, a big season of grief for me. And as I look back, like, I wish I understood more. And I, I kind of did, but I wish I understood more that that was a season of grief. So if I understand that I'm in a season of grief, then I'm going to give myself the time and the space to grieve yeah. instead of, you know, suppressing those feelings and emotions so I can try to get happy. Like I need to be happy right now. I need to be joyful. It's Christmas. It's new year. I need to be happy. And all of a sudden I'm like, I'm suppressing my season to try to be a season I'm not in yet. Mm-hmm. And so it's important. Like even now um, I'm in a season of building the foundation of my home. And what that looks like for me is anything that I find taking me away from home that isn't necessarily my job or income, I got to turn down. Yeah. So with that, I'm giving myself space to feel sadness because I'm turning down opportunities and gigs that I would love to take in the past. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to beat myself down for, man, I turned on that gig. That was a couple hundred bucks, but I would be gone from home for three days. Yeah. Like, you know what? And and I, I say that because then I can tell you that 
and you cannot feel like, oh, he doesn't want to be with us. He's sad because he'd rather be, you know, somewhere else. It's not yeah. that. She understands it. Like, he's turned down the stuff because his season is to be building the foundation at home. So I think those are very important things to understand, knowing your season um, right. as a person. So uh, what is your experience of knowing your season as a person? Yeah, I think um, the fat, fast. The past, they said fat. <laughs> now the past mm-hmm. about four years or so, um, I've definitely had like ups and downs um, to where, like, I'm working on myself within, and I'm really down. I'm sad all the time, mm-hmm. and not to say that I was sad twenty four seven, but I was aware that I was going through a season, and it was okay for me to embrace the feelings that I was. I'm having like sadness and depression and yeah, you know, whatever it was. Um, and then there are seasons where I was really happy where, um, you know, I was feeling myself and, Mm -hmm. you know, I was just excited to just be alive and, you know, to be married and all that. Yeah. So, um, I know right now I'm in a season of grief, you know, with the miscarriage we had in 2020 and it's, we're in the month of where we had the miscarriage and I've already started grieving and crying yeah. and, you know, so like I'm aware that I'm probably going to cry every day to the end of the year. Yeah. Um, because I'm grieving and I'm okay with that. Yeah. And, um, I make sure that I communicate, communicate that to him because, yeah. you know, he's aware that I'm emotional. I'm an emotional wreck yeah. this month. So, um, I'm aware just just being aware of what season you're in um it's important and it's also just learning yourself and learning that what you're going through is okay and yeah you know so yeah i think you you hit it on the head like with knowing what season you're in and then having the ability to communicate it yeah i think that is important because that creates a secure place for yourself to healthily experience everything you're experiencing and experience everything you were designed to experience. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with you and you help yourself and you help those around you when you're able to identify that. Mm -hmm. I think if you didn't share with me like, Hey babe, you know, I'm experiencing some grief, you know, this week or this month when you're, you know, if I see a moment where, you know, you're in tears, I'm not like, Oh man, she, she's not happy in this marriage, you know, or she don't want to be with me. Like things can easily go left, but because you've had the language um, to share that with me, it creates a space for me to kind of be there and -hmm. understand and vice versa. Yeah. Like if I'm off, if I'm grieving, you know, I do my best to communicate that and it helps you and it helps myself. And so, and on the other end, I think when we don't have language for that, when we don't understand what season we're in, Um, It can create a lot of anger, frustration, and it's like, man, like nothing's working out. Yeah. You just think like your life is over and Mm -hmm. your life is bad. And then you go into comparison because everyone else looks, it just goes on and on. Yeah. So I think understanding your season is truly priceless. Yeah, that's good. So yeah, we've hit different topics on how seasons have highs and lows. And we just want to encourage you guys to embrace every season that you're in, whether it's good or bad. Um, Learn something from it and take something from it. Um, You'll be surprised at what it can do. Yeah, I agree. And just understanding that a good season, maybe you're happy, is not more important than a season where you're struggling. 
mm-hmm. I think both are equally important. And we just encourage you guys to embrace that. So whether you're in the season of singleness, whether you're in marriage, whether you're in a season of um, starting a small business or whether you have a multi-million dollar business, um, embrace that season because yeah. they're all important. And um, I just want to get through this season of Destiny coughing around the house oh my and God. Delia gargling uh, <laughs> gargling the stuff it. in her throat. Both of them, and Zalea abuses it. <laughs> she just <laughs> plays with it. Don't make the, me laugh. I might cough. In the tub, she just gargles it. And so we get let's get through this season. And, um, oh my god. We we had to stop a bunch of times because Destiny has to cough. Yeah. She didn't you want, might hear I sound like stuffy. Yeah. We didn't want any phlegm to shoot through the the microphone. <laughs> oh, that's too much. To people. So um you leave feedback if you guys want Destiny to do ASMR. Of her cough, and <laughs> Xavier heard it. Start, I kept coughing in the mic. We can we can start that podcast. We anyway, just get you coughing for thirty minutes straight. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Anyway, if you guys have any questions, talk so loud. <laughs> the, the mic is <laughs> the mic is over here peaking. Oh my Anyways. god. Yeah, we're going we gonna to get out of here. Go ahead and, and take us on home. All right. If you have any questions, uh, you can email us at lifeon11podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at lifeon11podcast. DM us. Um, so, yeah, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Sure. Y'all be safe. All right. Peace. Bye.